0: From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast.
1: I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something that you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Palm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready.
0: I deserve to be on TV. Welcome to this Thursday morning edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Palm, Neil McCrady. you know us by now. We will uh, talk to you a little bit about Lane Kiffin today. He's active on the Twitter's analytics story featuring him, and I found kind of interesting Matt Corral comparison to some other uh, first round possible quarterbacks here in the uh, in the draft. Got a former Florida player admitting he took money thirty years ago, which I found interesting. I think that's well, actually his item. Uh, Fred Taylor, former Florida running back, obviously. NFL. Oh, Florida, he, yeah, Florida. Got gotcha. Sorry, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll hit those topics, some other topics. Um, Ole Miss baseball obviously did not play Memphis yesterday. That was postponed. Um, and then Kentucky, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Remember that it is on Eastern Time in Lexington, so um, 5.30
1: um, start time on Friday. Sounds That's like a country was. music song, Eastern Time in Lexington.
0: Kind of does, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah,
1: kind of has that feel to it.
0: Like somebody, that, we can Eastern get there. I don't know what the plot of the song exactly would be, but
1: we can get there. There's something there. Yeah, somebody miss, maybe missing a date because of the time change and he's just sitting on Eastern Time in Lexington nursing a whiskey or something.
0: He showed up and got stood up. Somebody got stood up. Yeah, maybe so. Somebody got stood up
1: and, yeah. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mine's kind of all over the place today, sorry. Uh, All right, we'll hit that. Some other stuff on the show. Brock I do appreciate day.
1: how much country music is about alcohol. If you ever listen to country music, well, if there's a vice, that is what country music is about. Country music, so often, is it's about tequila, it's about whiskey, whiskey, beer, a lot, a lot of beer, a lot of songs beer. about beer. And I respect that. i to mean, be kind of be frank about it. You know, it's more about more about that Americana, if you will. Just you know, sitting at the end of a bar, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, Corey, I will not be making it big in Nashville. If there's a person with less of an ability to keep a beat than me, then I have not met that human being. I, I it, It's frankly embarrassing. Man, as, as I've told people, I was not allowed really to even try out for sixth grade band. Like, I have like just no rhythm. I'm just banging away. Like, there's nothing I can do. Oh, really? Yeah, I've actually, I've done a little bit of looking around because it's so bad. I think it's one of the reasons why everybody makes fun of me, but I don't listen to a lot of music. It's why I don't, I listen to podcasts while I run. I don't, I I don't keep beats very well at all. I mean, I there, obviously I listen to music. I mean, there is music I listen to, but it's, it's not like the normal person. I don't think, I think it actually might have something to do with, I was pretty premature at birth and there's some science that says there's some rhythm beat things
1: that have to do with prematurity. Actually, I cannot run to a podcast literally cannot do it. I can run to silence and I can run to music, Mm -hmm. but I cannot run to a podcast. You don't keep your, or you get bored,
0: or like what? Because, um, look, you have to pick the right kind of podcast. It has to be Corolla or something yeah, where you don't I've really tried. care.
1: Well, yeah, it yeah, can't yeah. be like Serial where I'm like no, no, locked no. in. No, it has to be like Adam Corolla where he's having a conversation, but I just can't do it. I, I, I can't ever get into a rhythm. And so much of running, you know this, if you're running distances. Look, if you're out running a mile, it doesn't really damn matter. But if you're out doing a... An eight mile run where there's gonna be you gotta push through that initial fatigue that comes, and the part of your brain that goes, "What are we doing? Why are we doing this?" Yeah, we could stop. Yeah, when you push through that, music just kind of helps you. Okay. I mean, for me, it's it's almost always Eminem. Is it really? Dr. Dre, absolutely. Uh, you, you need some. We're going. I gotta wait, have. Wait, a, wait, wait, we're getting. Yeah, because I, I I need a beat. I need something that pumps a little blood. And then I get once I get a couple miles in, it wouldn't matter what was on the headphones, yeah, I don't really hear it anymore, sure, it's just there, like when I was doing marathon stuff, if you were in mile thirteen of a training run and you stopped the time and said neil what's what song is playing right now?" I would have no idea. no clue. could be anything. But if you asked me in the first three miles mm-hmm. what's playing, oh, I could tell you okay.
0: Yeah, I have like Corolla or something, but I'm not really. I mean, I, it's there, but I'm not. I don't know what he's talking about. I mean, unless it's like the Rotten Tomatoes game or something, where I'm almost kind of playing along. Like I have no. real
1: right. Yeah, I don't know. So. Yeah. Anyway. Just it's funny how people are different about stuff like that. Yeah. I I I can't run to anything. I mean, I I can go do it to silence and end up having a really good run. The problem with silence is the first two miles. Yeah. You're not used to. It. Well, you're in your head. Yeah. Sure. After that, it wouldn't really matter. You could take my headphones away and whatever. It wouldn't matter. I, I'm fine.
0: Yeah. Oxford Exxon, Highway 6 West. The lunch special is 5 2 sides of bread, 32-ounce drink. Download the Exxon mobile app. You get 1,000 free bonus points when you do that. I guess 1,000 bonus points free is kind of redundant. And you can even take a picture of the QR code right there at the uh, the pump. That gives you 10 bucks off at the pump you're filling up at the time. Again, all Blue Sky locations, including the Oxford Exxon, up and down I-55, and throughout North Mississippi. And again, competing to the Clark Ford studio. We,
1: did, we are indeed. Clark Ford is in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote. Within 15 minutes in business hours, right to the bottom line, no hassle, no haggle. You uh, get your quote, and the rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, What I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today. 662-257-1900. You'll love the service. You'll love the product. Corey and the people at Clark Ford, they want to be your car guy. They want to be your truck guy. They'll prove to you what that means uh, when you make the call. 662-257-1900. Guest, join us. We'll have a guest-oriented, hand-raised guy's, either late today or early tomorrow. Frankly, it depends on Tupelo football club's schedule this evening. If you just want the God's honest truth, it's just me and Carson this weekend. So if he's got practice, I've got to get him there. I guess he could walk, but that would be difficult. Um, Anyway, we'll have that to you. Um, Whenever it is, the guests join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline, Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. Great place to grab a, a burger, a po' boy. Uh, appetizer, great beer selection, full bar and more. All of that at Rafters on the Square in Oxford and also Rafters in New Albany.
0: I, I do have a question. Is is we, we, we jump through uh, I'm crowdsourcing for a minute. So give me 15 seconds. If anybody has a Garmin on their for their watch that they put podcast on to run, are you having any issues? What I, I was great when I before iTunes updated. I thought up the one of the last like Mac updates and mm-hmm. it went from iTunes to the podcast app is the way to download the podcast on your computer and then move them to your watch. Mm-hmm. It will not read it on my Garmin app like it will not read the podcasts that are on my computer for me to come pull them. Oh, it's a big problem like it does it occasionally, but it's not consistent at all. So if anybody has a workaround for that or can tell me how to fix it, that would be fantastic because it is it is creating me
1: major issues right now. Have you noticed since the update? There's more issues, and I think it's – I don't know whether it's a rivals thing or whether it's us. I have a hard time accessing the site from my phone away from home. Oh, really? Yeah. When I was at the stadium, for example, to do football, I can't get on the site. When I was in Tupelo – It means there's something with the data because you're not on so. Wi-Fi. I guess so because when I was in Tupelo, I was walking the track while Carson was practicing or whatever, and I couldn't get on the site. I could get anywhere else. That's weird. I was like, so – we, we lose our deal and not know it, which is Don't know. certainly possible. Yeah, sure. The
0: workaround is not an Apple Watch, J.M. That is not the answer. I do not want an Apple Watch. I'm 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 very happy with my Garmin, but I need to fix this issue. It has Spotify. I can go through Spotify and get most of them, but it's just it's a pain. So it's kind of a... whatever. Gotcha. Yeah, so anyway. All right, here's the show today. We'll actually start talking about something people care about. Yeah, what I referenced, and I I think this is going to be a side effect of NIL in a positive kind of funny way. So, Fred Taylor, former Florida running back, he was uh, at Florida under Spurrier from 94 to 97. He was on one of the Barstool podcasts yesterday. And uh, they said, hey, Fred, heard a rumor that Georgia paid you 50 grand, but you just took the money and went to Florida anyway. And uh, said, you know, they put it in the duffel bag or whatever. And Fred goes, well, it wasn't duffel bag. (laughs) and uh, they start talking about it, and he said, yeah, you know, I was down in West Palm, and you go this. He goes, it was close to 50. He goes, that was was what it was. He goes, from Georgia, and I went to Florida or whatever. The NIL, I think, is going to give older players more freedom for them to start talking about all the shady stories over the last few decades. I think we're about to run into a situation of the other players going, hey, y'all get it for free. Let me tell you what happened back in the day. And you get more of Fred Taylor, Eric Dickerson taking his – Transam or whatever to to smu that a&m gave him you know that that whole deal i I think you're about to get a lot of fun stuff that obviously we are aware of sausage being made in certain instances but i I think it's going to become more public domain frankly it's going to test the there's going to be some fans that get very tested um by their wanting for it to be very pure over the last forever um how many ever decades you want to talk about because Let's do some math too. You know, th- th- there's inflation in this world in a lot of different ways right now. You think fifty grand in ninety four for a running back? That translates to, to decent coin in twenty twenty two because I mean prices don't 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 stay the same all the way around that we're that, that we're aware of. So, you know, I I, I don't know. I, I think it's got a chance for those who just like the backstories. and almost kind of like novels in some way. I th- I think we're about to get some stories. I think we really are. We're we're about to we're about to hear some stuff from uh from former players from different things uh as this as this this comes about because i mean that's i mean you know you hear that and you go oh he got 50 grand 94 yeah okay sure like that right. didn't not even batting my eye right to, 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 to that at all so you know i don't remember what podcast it was you can just do some google searches find it if you want to listen but he was he was funny he said that it was just uh some wads of cash mostly in fifteen thousand dollar increments three or four times over the course of that uh that recruitment for one uh, for one Fred Taylor. So. That was
1: pretty common back in the day. What's that? The money drop-off. Just back in the day? Well, I mean, back in the day it was, and it's, it probably still is to some degree. Yeah. Well, I mean, as of two years ago. Yeah, but I mean, even now, there are still people today that don't want to do NIL but want to pay. And that should be the college's worst nightmare.
0: Well, no, there's, there's a lot of people that go, hey, I'm not going to publicly.
1: Yeah, they're embarrassed of it. They would rather do the under the table but thing. So wait a minute. You really gave a kid $75,000? Are you insane? That deal. It's, I'll tell you the one thing that's pretty obvious. We'll get to it later because I think you want to lead the football. But the basketball transfer portal mm-hmm. is all NIL. Oh, yeah. It is It is all NIL. It's quickly becoming obvious. Is it changing the way the shoe companies interact at all? I don't know. The shoe companies are on such the elite prospects. But it only matters for like 20 or 30 kids. Yeah, days. you know, the Palo Boncaro is a one and done. And everybody knows that. Palo Boncaro is never getting in the transfer portal. Jabari Smith's never getting in the transfer portal. Chet Holmgren's never getting in the transfer portal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for them, the shoe deal is at the front along with NIL. But, you know, the guy that's at Northern Iowa who's going to transfer to the Power 5 level for a year, it's it's NIL. He's looking for, what can I get? Now, I don't blame him. What's his name? Noah Carter. Is that who it? Mm-hmm. Like Ole Miss is one of 30 schools in on him, and everyone's doing that. Well, Ole Miss contacted him. Yeah, sure.
0: Look, there's gonna be some kids too as this thing comes through the NIL a little bit. Just being real, who go? I don't want the NIL money. I want the under the table money. I don't have to pay taxes on it. Yeah, I mean, not it's not gonna be everybody because most people are just gonna want the more money. I and mean, I told you there was the there was in this class that Ole Miss didn't get nothing to do with Ole Miss that one school offered a certain amount of NIL money to the kid before he signed. Um, it was illegal, but whatever. And then another school was like, hey, we'll give you this, whatever. And it's like, no, no, that's more. I'm like, hold hold on, hold on a minute. It's actually not because you're going to have to pay like 33% on that later. But, mm-hmm. but okay. Just,
1: just, just, just. <sighs> yeah. You've got the Apple Watch people worked up right now. So I'm just
0: telling. Apple has a very loyal following and I have a lot of Apple products. I have two right here in front of me, <laughs> but I don't, I'm fine with my Garmin. I like it. I, I, I just need this fix done. I do not need an Apple Watch. Okay. I also do not need a third fitness tracker. I have a whoop and a garment on right now. I mean, I'm going to have like, I mean, you should be ripped
1: for all the me stuff and Greg's just
0: running fat fitness trackers <laughs> yeah. all up our body. Apparently. I mean, that's,
1: I don't even know that I want to know everything going on with like my fitness or lack
0: thereof. When it starts asking you questions too, it's like, Hey, did you do this? It's like, well, the
1: whole thought. Yes. Like, stop. <laughs> yes. I had a piece of pizza. Okay. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah I, look the black market's not going away It, it, it it's just not ever i mean for okay, i'm just gonna stop i could I'm quit there are certain things that still require black market like what well i mean oh, seriously unofficial visits yes paying kids that still requires black market yes because you have to look kids, you have to pay them to yes, come you have to pay kids to come to campus yes you have to pay kids for helping family members get to campus. You have to do a lot of things that, frankly, nil will not cover because either they're not enrolled yet
1: or that just wouldn't fit under the NCAA's purview anyway. Or you've got to pay the high school coach to bring the kids up. Just his expenses. Unless the high school coach can do it through the school and where he takes a number of kids, and that way he gets to write it off. Reimbursed. Yeah. Sure. But a lot of times the kid's like, I'm not coming up there on Saturday unless I get X. And then sometimes other schools pay the kid not to go to school Y. -hmm. Just stay home. Here's two grand. That's black market money. You couldn't NIL that. You can't. My decision not to travel to Auburn this weekend brought to you by. (laughs) (laughs) Which would be awesome. (laughs) A kid just launches a YouTube goes, I'm at home chilling today. I was going to go to Auburn, but yeah. School X paid me. And that money was brought to you by Yeah, you open, a, you
0: open up a poll. You go, hey, I'm going somewhere this weekend. NIL offers open. <laughs> I'd
1: like to thank the people. Highest there. bidder by Thursday at 6. That's where I'd, I'm headed. I'd like to thank the people at Company Z. You see it here on my hat yeah. today for uh, keeping me at home.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: So <laughs> that would actually be just fantastic.
0: Kiffin took his shot at this yesterday, and sometimes I kind of go, "Hey, leave state alone," because your goals are bigger. Like, just let them go wander over in the in the in the pigsty by themselves. Yeah, but I kind of agree with him taking this shot because. So Mike Leach and Deion Sanders took a picture on Twitter yesterday. Saw it. Whatever. Cool.
1: Fine. Deion went to visit Mississippi State. He did, which
0: normal. Whatever. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Sure. If you don't win the game, quit taking photos in front of Egg Bowl pictures. Agreed. You have to have the trophy to take the picture right there. They, they, they took the picture in front of this Mississippi outline and it says this is our state on it with mm-hmm. the Egg Bowl over it.
1: Right. You lost the game. Well, his, both of his seasons he's lost the game. Yes. You, he's yet to win the game.
0: I'm sure there's somewhere else in this facility to take a photo that is not in front of an Egg Bowl picture. I mean, like the hand raised guy at state, there doesn't exist, or he's worse than most places. Because we do this, and then they also did the whole—they took the picture right before the egg bowl in front of the G T H O M, the Go to Hell Old Miss sign. Like, mm-hmm. a, my God, at the number of things in your building that reference this. Yeah. But two, what are you doing? Quit until you win the freaking game. Because look, that is state's identity. If they win the game, and like whatever, take all the pictures you want. That's what y'all do. Have at it. Fine. Yeah. What is there no like? Hey, are you sure you want to do that? Because it's dumb. It gives Kiffin a chance to put the the, the trophy in a picture, does a little mic drop thing, and is that changing anything for Ole Miss? No, not really. But it's just stupidity. Like it makes it it, it makes no
1: sense. I've said this before. I don't want to be repetitive. I and mean, there's also something in here that I th- I think is. I want to get to the Corey Hamill's comment in the thread because it's a good. It's something I find interesting. Okay. Um I don't like, I would not be attracted to a school that everything was about another school. Because I'm not going to the other school. If I'm thinking about coming to your school, you've got to convince me why I should come to your school. Not why I shouldn't go to another school. If I go to Alabama on a visit, I guarantee you they, they're not talking about Auburn. Yeah, sure. Not positively, not negatively, not anything. They're telling me on Alabama. When we went on academic visits with, with the girls, there was never conversations about, I mean, they would do the thing, oh, you're from Oxford, so you're not going to Ole Miss? And you'd be like, okay, we're not here to talk about Ole Miss. Come on, let's go, let's move on. Didn't say that. Just ask the question, we're here. so. But I liked the places that didn't do that. That just said, hey, cool, and, here are our positives. Here's why we you should come to, yeah. Here's the positive to the Walton School of Business, for example, with with the girls. They, they didn't talk about other schools. Here's what we do. Here's why we're attractive. Cool. State does that so much, and to me, it's it's such a turnoff. I'm not a football player, but that's, hey, the, the biggest accomplishment we're ever going to have here is that we're, we're going to beat Ole Miss and get the, to carry this big gold trophy around. That's not exactly a selling point. It's like if Ole Miss did everything about, hey, we beat Mississippi State two years in a row. Look, look, look. I'd be like, man, you guys need to set some higher goals. That's it. You beat State twice. You have a big gold trophy in your room. Cool. I don't get it. I I I, I keep I'm stunned, and I guess it's because I don't understand the place. I've never been there. I don't know many people there. Of all the people in the league, I know fewer people at Mississippi State than anywhere else. I don't understand that there's nobody in the room ever that goes, hey, guys, this is a terrible look. We need to stop this. The whole GTHOM thing and the big lights and stuff. Put FU on their baseball jerseys. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind like the Stark Vegas thing. It's cool. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, whatever. it's cool. Whatever, it's cool. What's about you? You're selling your product. Hey, you know, I know everybody makes fun of Starkville, but it's more fun than you think. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm in. Like with the college kids when they sell the dorms, you should because their dorms are their freshman dorms are really good. I mean, their living situation yeah, sure. for freshmen is really good.
0: Sure.
1: But when you do the whole. It's just everything's about the other school? Like I wonder if you go to Michigan is everything about Michigan State or about Ohio State or is it about Michigan? I don't know, I'm asking. I've never seen anything like it anywhere else. And I covered Alabama Auburn for a while and there's 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 mutual respect and acrimony and all of that stuff and yet I don't I don't think if you go to Auburn on a visit, in fact I know because we went to Auburn on yeah. a visit. They did not talk about Alabama. Look, I'm not even saying
0: this is the majority of the fan base or the administration or anything, but I do think it's a more sizable s- segment at state than most places that they would rather they would rather be eight and four with Ole Miss five and seven than both schools
1: be ten and two. Well, we were talking a little while ago about
0: they would rather them both be held down and be a little better than it be hyper competitive and both. I we were talking a little while ago about
1: resources being used for kids not to visit places. Yeah 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 do some i'll just say i never heard of that in alabama yeah i never heard of that in alabama well it's a waste of time like, it's a waste of resources yeah
0: so. yeah we'll hit your comment in a second i do think that's really good we'll get to that in a second first before we I do mean, that like if I'm, if I'm yeah
1: if if everybody's telling me oh you really don't need to go out with that girl you really don't need to go out there well, now no. i'm curious i'm like well what is it about her <laughs> Now I'm like, hey. I mean, is she like crazy or what? What? what?
0: You're intrigued now. I mean, bit because already. I'm like,
1: she she looks okay. Like, what what are what what is, what, are, what are we talking about? No, no, you don't ever want to do that. Never ever. Well, but, but why? <laughs> I'm now really intrigued. Like, hey, uh, you want to go get a burger or something? I'm just kind of, <laughs> I'm kind of curious at this point. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> As opposed to if someone's like, yeah, I mean, go out with her if you want to. She's, she's whatever, whatever. Okay, well, I'm
0: I'm not even thinking about it now. It's like,
1: uh, well, okay.
0: It's the opposite of what was it? It was it, it was it was Ari e. Emma during the NCAA tournament of the regular season a few years ago. It was the regular regular season. They were playing Duke and had an official visitor in town that they were both recruiting. I guess it was at Duke, and the the girl was on an official visit, but in front of the bench for Duke. Right. And he walked by her and goes, "Hey, you probably ought to go there. They need you." And he was kind of like, Yeah. You see what we're doing. Feel free if you'd like to come. Great if not. Hey, we'll go beat you next year when you when you go play there. You know yeah, a little bit yeah. like yeah,
1: whatever. But you know what I mean. I mean, if if someone says that, oh no 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 no, she's you, she's the no. You don't want to ever. Well, I'm I'm actually more intrigued than I would have been had you just not mentioned it. Hmm. So. Anyway, sorry.
0: Oh, you're good. Johnson Hill Creamery. JohnsonHillCreamery.com. 662-419-9201. six six two four one nine nine two zero one that's cheese at johnsonhillcreamery.com. If you like to send an email, go to the website, see the new lunch menu. Also check them out on Instagram. Tons of different stuff going on there, including uh, here is today, 530 to 730 tonight. you got a sipping shop with them and uh, the Water Valley Wine Down. That is at uh, the BTC. So that is going on. They got lots of cheese, condiments, crackers, samples of everything they have and more. So that's uh, the shops up in 10 to 4. Then that again in Water Valley tonight. March 31st, 530 to 730. Again, go to their Instagram page at JohnsonHillCreamery.com or
1: give them a call, 662-419-9201. Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. I can already tell today's going to be a bad reading day. With two sand rings, one grass ring, and miles of wooded trails, there's a lot to be offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback riding offerings from beginner lessons with trainer Susan Walt to buying your first horse and competing at nationally recognized competitions. Under the uh, teachings of one of the best young professionals in the sport, Bowers Cone Southern Traditions has high aspirations for its future. If you'd like to learn more about uh, lessons, boarding, or sales, contact Bowers at bowerscone1 at gmail.com or message them on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. We're also brought to you by Bell & Grove, based out of Chattanooga. Bell & Grove is a logistics provider with more than 35 years of transportation industry experience. Specializing specialize in domestic freight movement throughout the continental U.S. They can navigate through supply chain issues while also leaning on their partner carriers to get the most competitive rate possible for the customers. In addition, Bell & Grove can help customers design a custom solution for their shipping needs, whether your business is in need of moving a truckload, a partial shipment, or a flatbed bell and grove can accommodate you. They provide both air and ground expedited services for customers who need to move product quickly. For more information call Daryl Oliver 865-672-6557. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward and chase after a better version of yourself. Everyday Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. And we're brought to you by The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand-select pieces from top designers, from work to lifestyle to nightlife. There's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, and more. You can find it at 4450 I 55 North in Jackson or at TheRogue.com.
0: Podcast right, brought to you by Prime Shrimp, PrimeShrimp.com, and their release of their fourth flavor. I've been telling you about. That is the garlic herb, herb butter, the most versatile offering yet. Take the shrimp, the garlic butter sauce, pour over pasta, rice, veggies, serve up some shrimp scampi, or surf and turf atop a steak.
1: For I'm going to interrupt now. you on this because yep. it, we did this the other night. Okay. It was the shrimp Alfredo, I think. Uh-huh. Carson had practice in Tupelo. They went long because they were trying to settle a tie in, uh-huh. in, in, in in their scrimmage. Okay. So we didn't get back until like 920-something. And he's starving. yeah, yeah and that was so convenient to just boil some water yeah, under 10 minutes i mean drop it in he he had to go take a shower cuz he smelled he smelled like what you think he would smell like and i was like you you <laughs> you can't no for, for all of our decency you yeah gotta, no you, you go. and and so yeah by the time he took a shower and all that stuff was done yeah and it wasn't like it, it's and I know there are like things you can stick in the microwave for four minutes. Yeah. And it tastes like it was in the microwave for four minutes. I get it. Yeah. And that happens. And there's a place for that, too. But that was really cool. So, people, if you've never tried it, it's really good and all that stuff. But the convenience of it is a game changer.
0: Yeah, less than 10 minutes frozen to plate. $20 off your first order with MPW. So, again, Louisiana Shrimp Boil, Signature Seasoning, uh, Alfredo, as Neil mentioned, and Garlic Herb Butter. So, $20, $20 off first order uh, prime shrimp dot com. Who uh, is in this? Our uh, message board discussing that uh, Malik Keith and Deion Smith training together. I think that's another clue of what is. Uh, yeah, they're both coming to us. come? Yeah, Malik's already publicly committed. I don't and, know what. And people, Deion's
1: like the worst kept secret in the history. of the It's not world. even a secret. As long as he's eligible, and all he has to do is pass a couple. He's times, already so. off the LSU roster. He's coming. Everybody goes boom every time something happens. Like there's no boom. It's the boom's already been boomed. It's the boom's <laughs> It's he's coming. I mean, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't understand why that's difficult to ascertain at this point. And they need him. They need another wide receiver
0: that can take the top they, off they, a little they bit. Need they need a couple of receivers. There's, there's a couple yeah. of. I,
1: at, I asked Lane about this on Tuesday, and his answer got overlooked a little bit. Where he's like, "Yeah, it kind of changes every day," and I'm trying to make myself. Stop. Stop. And let's look at the totality of it's not, and, and not, there aren't many, but it's not a perfect roster. There are, and we'll do maybe a post spring thing. There are question marks on the roster. There are areas of concern on the roster. The quarterbacks are young. There's a lot of people at receiver, but they need a few to step up. There's some. Concerns about depth at linebacker, about impact at linebacker, about just that's been an issue for Ole Miss for years now. You know, last year it got kind of band aided a little by the fact that Mark Robinson and Chance Campbell played so many snaps, mm-hmm. but they'd like to depend on a few more people in case somebody gets hurt. So there, you know, there, there are issues. He, he talked about that, but Malik Heath and Deion Smith. Almost assuredly will be on the roster in August.
0: Yes, and with him, we obviously, we didn't see Jalen Knox on Saturday, but got some got some shots there. Got, got 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 a chance.
1: Yeah, it's 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 better. Yeah, there's some people.
0: I mean, the roster's a damn. It's a lot better. I mean, frankly, from a totality standpoint, yeah, the roster is better this year than last year. Yeah. Now you got a big quarterback thing. We got to solve. We'll get to that later. Yeah, there's, but. A, there's a real quarterback thing. What I found interesting, and I put this this up a couple days ago, and we kind of forgot, or yesterday, I kind of forgot to mention it on yesterday's podcast, was the number of snaps that Portal guys had coming into this season. It kind of played into what Lane was talking about. You're not guessing as much. You just sort of know what you get. You get a little bit of apples to apples. You've seen these guys in college. They've seen them progress. You've seen what they look like from a development standpoint. And some of the snap counts are fairly marginal. I mean, you know, you look at it and – Like Ladarius Tennyson's only played 354 snaps. Darks played 380. Ivy's played 623. But in a couple spots where they had to have guys, or frankly three spots, where they have to have guys and have to know pretty much what they can do, and I'll even go four here. They're adding four transfer portal guys who have played more than 1,000 snaps, which is well more than one year of starting and pretty much playing all the time. Mason Brooks at Western Kentucky... This cat played 2,075 snaps at Western Kentucky. I mean, you're getting – I get it's not the SEC, but you're getting a really seasoned guy who knows how to maintain his body, handle the season, the rigors. There's yeah. all these, in, these these secondary things that is part of the transition for new dudes, whether it's a Juco guy or a high school guy or even, even somebody who hasn't played enough. Like, all those different things – there's a, there's a value to that that kind of goes even beyond the, hey, this is just who you're getting. You get Brooks at, 20, at 2,075. You get Troy Brown at 1,805. He's played 1,800 snaps um at Central Michigan. Jalen Knox, 1,384 at Missouri. And then Ashim Young, 1,043 at Iowa State. That's sort of an extra benefit that doesn't always get talked about. Is they, they they know how to handle themselves at the FBS level. I mean, Ole Miss on an all things considered standpoint, ten thousand six hundred snaps added to their roster from the from the transfer portal. It's pretty it's pretty
1: significant. As they uh, Mason Brooks they, was a must have. He was the guy. He was the one. You they had, had to, to have. have one guy. Yes. Um.
0: Did you see where, uh, I, I know it's kind of, we've talked about this, see where, you know, in 2022 NFL teams can do alternate helmets, which is allow them to go back to a ton of alternate uniforms because they can do a secondary helmet starting I did in not.
1: 2022. I did not see that.
0: The, uh, the Eagles announcing today that in 2022, they are adding a black uniform, black helmet, black Jersey, but in 2023, they are going back to the uh, the Randall Cunningham alternate. They're going to do the Kelly Green with the wings on the side and exactly the uh, the old uniform from the 80s. But with this rule, A, teams are going to do something a little different every year because it's going to sell more jerseys. That's how that works. They, they get to sell merchandise mm-hmm. off whatever it is they are doing. But you're going to have a ton of stuff. Like over the next two years, you're talking about the Broncos doing their old stuff, the, Pat, the Patriots going back to the one we love with the Minuteman and the whole deal with them. A little bit. The Buccaneers bringing Creamsicle back head to toe at, at, at times. Um, there's a lot of stuff here. The Falcons going to a red helmet like their old days to, to, to some extent. Oh, so I like, and I used to like the red helmet. Did you really? Yeah. Um. Well, I don't – my hunch is no. Will the Titans go to an Oilers look?
1: What would you do there? Well, I would go to the Oilers look because it's maybe the best look in football. You would go to
0: the Oilers look because you just think they should.
1: Yeah, it's it's great. I don't know that you could do the oil rig anymore, though. That'd be the, the Derek. That'd be politically incorrect. You might offend someone. <laughs> you could just do an electric charger. <laughs> but I like the color scheme.
0: Well, look, the color scheme is better than the Titans color scheme. Yeah. They should have kept the colors. Yes. I would have kept
1: the colors. I yeah. get you can't, you're not keeping all the logos and whatnot. I mean, you can't run an old rig no, in Nashville. Kept, I'd have kept the colors other than the, and, and I like the Titans uniforms fine, but they what they had was really good.
0: It should allow some teams. Frankly, they ought to switch to some of their throwbacks as their their normal uniform, and then just wear some new stuff as the alternate and flip. They won't, but that's what I would do, right? Let a couple like the Patriots realize we made a mistake, and go, "Hey, we're going to fix it. We're going to wear the nineteen eighty five uniforms, and then occasionally we'll throw the other ones at you from from time to time."
1: Um. So this is twice now. Yeah, sure. About the nil. And the value, the On3, I'm not making fun of On3, Shannon and those people have done a great job and they've built, an, he, he's built yeah. a, yet another platform. But the, I've heard some whispers around that a lot of people are not crazy about their value thing that they do. Well, because it's not accurate because. Well, not only not accurate, but the kids think it's accurate. And so you've got kids that are walking in going, okay, well, my value is X or so and so's value is X, which means I want X. Oh, and so it's actually
0: disrupting the. Is, it is. It is disruptive. Yeah, because look, somebody's valuation in general a is not is not just off social media followers. That's not how that works. And then two, the school you are at dictates your nil worth more than anything else. Yeah, the kid goes to Alabama, Ole Miss, Southern Miss. Iowa State, that valuation jumps all around the world depending on where you are and the money available and what you can get. For sure. So, it's yeah, it's creating issues for everybody. The kid gets a false sense of something. The other players see this and go, well, so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. It, it, it's it's dangerous. It really is. It, it's very, very dangerous. <laughs> it's like the ultimate Lane Kiffin thing. And, I mean, it probably upsets some people, but to me it's just hilarious because we know how Lane is apparently. Just got this text that uh, they had the Dallas Rebel road trip last night, mm. and uh, apparently somebody got up and just you know thanked Kiffin for being there or whatever. And his response was, "Yeah, well, it's in my contract, so here we are." <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> apparently that's what, that's, uh, that's that. So anyway.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't see. think Lane would. If they said, hey, would you like to? I think his answer would be God, no.
0: Yeah. Uh, a couple of the main topics, but we got to kill a little time to a break. Uh, Bruce Arians moving to the uh, front office for the Buccaneers. They hired Todd Bowles to take his place. Yeah, that was odd. Is that Brady induced or no? Any conspiracy theory there that that's, <sighs> that's something? Because why now? That's my only. I don't really believe it, but I do wonder why now. But wasn't Brady already coming back? A week ago, he left the owners' meetings early over the weekend. Arians did. I mean, does that take a minute? I mean, it could have nothing to do with anything. I'm just saying the
1: timing is weird. Yeah, no, the timing's very weird. And I wonder why it's Bowles and not uh, Leftwich. Because uh, Leftwich is considered like a, an absolute sure thing to be a head coach one day. I don't know. Uh, beats me. Maybe Arians has a health
0: thing that has popped up. Bowles has been a head coach before. He's with the Jets from 15 to 18. Yeah, it didn't do so well, but nobody does. He was the defensive coordinator for the Buccaneers from 19 to 21. Been very good at that role. He was the coordinator of the Cardinals back in the day, 13 and 14. I don't
1: know. It's no big deal, but just interesting, Yeah, if nothing else. Put any stock into some of the rumors out there that Brady's going to get traded? That there's a trade in the works? Okay, if we're believing that, do we believe he came back
0: knowing that's exactly where he was getting traded? Because Tom Brady didn't come back at whatever age Tom Brady is well, sure, to then get stuck in a crapshoot. No, of course not. I, I don't know. There's so many like theories. And I mean, look, like, it's possible, out. but... That starts bringing a lot of people. It's almost kind of like the Kennedy assassination. That started bringing a lot of people into the mix that have mm-hmm. had to stay quiet and know this. And I don't know that. I don't trust more than two people to know something and not somebody not say something. So it just, I have a hard time believing that multiple teams were involved with this, sh-
1: not even charade, I guess, but whatever it is. To- is it bad that someone mentions the Kennedy assassination and my brain just starts racing? It's it's your obsession. It's really I have watched so many things on it. It's that's kind of your thing. It's really I, one of my things. I'm I'm interested in that. Yeah. By the way, I got into Winning Time. Okay. I've watched 4 episodes now. It's really good. I I stand corrected. Okay. It's it's really good. It is. It's it's they've I did not care for episode 1 and now that we've gotten rolling it's it's excellent. I think it took me a minute for the the guy playing the role of Magic Johnson sure. yeah, to yeah, be yeah. Magic Johnson for me, and he's suddenly it's amazing how your brain suddenly makes him even look more like Magic. Okay. Anyway, sorry.
0: No, you're good. Now look, there's there's those things. You and I both do it with OJ. Um I've been really far down the John Ramsey train for the a long time. O, the OJ <laughs> Twitter thing
1: about Will Smith and all that about Oh I didn't see this. <laughs> Where O.J.'s like, you just can't go hit a guy. <laughs> dude. <laughs> I mean, it's not funny, but you hear it and you just. I mean, he's in on the joke at this point, right? I, I Sure. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. What? No, I'm laughing at something Sammy said. Okay. He said even Russia was mentioned in the Kennedy assassination review. So it's, this is not the first time that whenever something happens, we just say it's Russia.
0: We've had some history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Been there's, around, been been around.
1: there's been a minute.
0: Yeah. All right. We will talk uh, actually some real football in a second. Uh, Matt Growler whatnot not, but we do that. It's about Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C, 100 M-B-T-S, M-B-P-S, sorry. That's Ignite or The Blaze, the one gig, the powers to Clark Ford Studio. I've got it home as well. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. 662-238-3159, phone service, parental controls, network security, and much more so we can get the best internet
1: in Lafayette County. Again, 662-238-3159. Brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. They've been connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. We've talked about if you're on the job hunt, they can help you with pretty much anything, no matter what your strengths are, where what, what your, um, your entry-level, seasoned profession, your area of expertise. But is your company looking to hire quality, hard to find talent? Service specialists can help with that too. Keep in mind that payment of service is solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send. You have nothing to lose, so give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662 832 5138 to check out their new uh, or check out their new and improved website at ServiceSpecialistLTD.com. Also brought to you by Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. You can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. Brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, Grenada Nissan's the place to go. They've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles, great lease deals as well at GrenadaNissanUSA.com. I'll uh, brought to you by OPA, Oxford's newest restaurant on the square. Delicious menu featuring euros, wraps, kebabs, redfish, lamb chops, handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, an amazing candlelit patio, and much more. All of that at 306 South Lamar, just south, south of the square courthouse in Oxford. Also brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Um, get in touch with John. He will help you. Uh, with the extra attention that's needed to make a special trip, one that creates a lifetime of unique memories. All you do is give him a call, give him an email. You give him a budget, you give him some parameters and he takes it from there and he will come up with options that you're not going to find on your own. And no, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or send him an email. j Edwards at dot net. And don't forget, we're brought to you by our friends at Pinnacle. We'll be, uh, Recording a Mind on My Money a little later today. That's brought to you by Pinnacle, which is also home to the Pinnacle 401k advisory services team. Contact them and they'll conduct a complimentary, no obligation, benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. All of that at MyPinWealth.com. Podcast also brought to you by G&M
0: Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They are on South Lamar. They deliver locally in the Oxford area. And they also have Tyson Drugs, which is on the square in Holly Springs. They offer MedSync to feed prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. One trip to the pharmacy, one delivery, and you have what you need when you need it with G Again, 662 236 2222. So I thought some of this was sort of interesting. And it sh- I think it, it's not perfect because it's obviously media and scouts and things. But I think it shows to some extent what GMs are wrestling with, what you're trying to do, finding quarterbacks in the draft, who's going to help you, and then going so deep into numbers. So ESPN ran this thing where they took several of their draft experts and then gave up a bunch of stats comparing all of the draft-eligible quarterbacks. um, Pickett, Zapp, Carson Strong, Corral, Ritter, Howell, and Malik Willis and went through tons of different things with them. Did you say this? I have not. Okay, so – the first one they did was talking about can they basically who can extend plays under pressure. So what they did to take in, in advantage of that was total QBR pressured, meaning what their efficiency – you know, ESPN's QBR thing, whatever mm-hmm. their little 0 to 100 metric is. Yep. Pressured and then blitzed, two different things, but both those different numbers. Okay. Um, and then they put them out there, and they kind of had a thing at the bottom talking about um, giving a, impressions or opinions on each one of these things. And Corral did not show very well in this, frankly, at all. He was, okay. he, he was one of the worst ones on this. But I guess my point is they're talking about, you know, Ritter reads the field well and this and this and this and this. And this. But then McShay comes in. He has this point. He says uh, this about Corral. He says, speaking of Ole Miss, tough numbers for Corral. On tape, he makes throws with defenders bearing down on him and has more than enough mobility. But he absolutely needs to do a better job with decision-making and ball security when under duress. Also, remember, he's played in a tempo-based run-pass option offense with the Rebels, and his quick release often got the ball out before a sack, but typically not very far downfield. And then they also point out, yeah, and to be fair, there's no opponent adjustment here. So Corral, being the only quarterback in the sample with an SEC schedule, hurt him. He faced five different top 20 opponents last season and threw only one interception with eight sacks against the Blitz. But Corral did a lot more surviving instead of thriving in the situation. To your point, Corral's average throw distance when Blitz was 7.4 yards downfield which was a hundredth out of 124 qualified quarterbacks. Oh wow! So when they blitzed, he was just getting it out, just get rid of it. Don't do anything. But it, it affects QBR because there's very little efficiency because you're not putting up a ton of touchdowns, you're not doing a ton of things right. in those uh, in those measures in, in in those metrics. So that was kind of interesting. But then the part where it almost makes me wonder, and I'm, I'm going to read this part in a second. Is I don't really think I don't think system quarterback is fair, but it shows you some systems fit Corral much better than others. At sure. least based on the offense that he has been in at Ole Miss, because they have a stat here that says which quarterback hits his spot the best, meaning who's just on target. That okay. is their – that basically short intermediate target percentages, not necessarily the deep ball, but just get your thing where it needs to go. Right, and Corral incredibly impressive on ten or a few yards downfield. He was only off target two point eight percent of the time. So he's basically 97% accurate on something 10 yards or less or fewer. And then even at 11 point, even at 11 to 20 downfield, 11.3%. So he had a 90% accuracy, 11 to 20 yards down the field. Yeah. By far better than everybody else. Like Ritter, his is like, like 20% off target. Um,
1: what's Willis's? curious.
0: Willis is at 16.7% off target at that number. Fine. But middle, middle of the road, Uh um, FBS average, 17.7%. What's picket? Uh, 14.8%. Okay. So, fine. Okay. Um, And then McShay says this, says, um, Corral's fantastic numbers here obviously what jumps out, and that's his game. He has a snap delivery and gets the ball to receivers in short to intermediate range on a rope. He places it on a conveyor belt directly to a pass catcher's hands. It's automatic for him in that range, and it was really fun to see on display at his pro day last week. I'd love to see him land in a West Coast precision-based offense in the NFL. Support so me. I think we can. You can start molding these things and going, "Hey, you know, this this team it throws it all over. Like that's probably not his his bag here." Whereas right. this this makes more sense. Um, and I'll link this story. It's actually pretty interesting. But um, it shows you so much of Willis. There's not a lot of polish and a lot of these axe things. It's whatever. But anything with arm strength, he's really really impressive. Yeah. Um, it's it, it's fairly fascinating. Um Corral has pretty bad numbers. This actually surprised me, although Ole Miss doesn't mask him to throw a ton of them, is they measured their ability to hit that downfield out route, the other hash, the long throw right. that the scouts always love. They had him throw it at the pro day several times. Did they? Okay. Yeah, yeah he's at 50% completions um, on that with a 22% off-target range on yeah. that out route. Now, Compared to? Uh, so off-target percentages. Okay. Willis 11%, which led this. Zap 18, Ritter 21, Strong 22, Corral 22, Pickett 23, Howell 28. Okay. Um completion percentages Willis 55, Howell 53, Ritter 53, Corral 50, Zap 49, Strong 48, Pickett 44.
1: Okay. You know, it's a
0: very specific throw. But I'm more going,
1: interested in the accuracy than I am the completion percentages.
0: Well, yeah, because whatever. That's, yeah, that's you get not, into so
1: many variables at that point. Like, I don't know who Pitt's receivers are, for example. You know, who are Carson Strong's receivers at, at Nevada? I, I have no idea.
0: said Corral had the fewest of the group with just 22 passes, and he wasn't particularly accurate. Two quarterbacks, Ritter with six and Strong with five, had as many or more touchdowns on these throws as Corral had misses. Willis had a smaller sample size, making just 27 out-route passes, but he was super efficient missed only three of 27.
1: Interesting. Dude's got yeah, a, big, it, it, dude's it, it, got a big arm. I mean, you know, he has a big arm. No question about it.
0: All these numbers together, there's some questions on Pickett. Like, there's just whether he can get it downfield. Sure. Like, there's there seems to be sure. he's good – but not great
1: on the intermediate. And then downfield, they start going, yeah, but maybe. I've heard heard some people say, you know, if you're taking a second-round pick on him, it's great. But, boy, that first-round pick, you wonder if it's going to bite you for years to come. I don't think there's any doubt Willis is going in the first round. And I don't think there's much doubt that Matt goes in the first round. And Pickett's going to go in the first round. Pickett's going to go in the first round, too, because the quarterback position is so valued. They think he's the most baseline guarantee
0: to be average of all these guys. Highest floor? Probably, yeah. I guess that's one way to put it. I wasn't necessarily thinking of it in that context, but yeah, probably. Well, you can tell him. I think they think Pickett is the most likely to be a completely average NFL starting quarterback. I don't think they think he has the ceiling of some of these other guys, but I no, think he's sure. the most likely to just – Hey, he's going to be a starter. But that's purgatory to
1: me. They clearly believe that Willis has the highest ceiling. Correct. They also, I think, fear that Willis might have one of the lower floors. It's so interesting because, obviously, I'm watching NBA stuff, and you're watching them evaluate, you know, Chet Holmgren, for example, the uh, kid from Gonzaga, and people talk about his ceiling. Ceiling's off the charts. But his floor's there too. I mean, his floor's pretty deep. And so, you know, in the NBA, it's your variance there is, you know, like Boncaro probably has the highest floor out of these guys, the kid for Duke. But the ceiling's got some limits. Jabari Smith has a super high ceiling. he got a floor, but his floor's pretty high. I mean, Jabari's not going to bust in the NBA. Better chance of him being a superstar. But the kid in that group that's got the chance to be the super elite guy is Holmgren because of his body. And so it's fascinating to see how organizations look at a Malik Willis, look at a Matt Corral. How do you, you know, because, you know, and you're in front office, you take a quarterback and he busts. It's you're going to wear that. That's going to be your scarlet letter for a long time.
0: And they're forced into thinking they have to take one. So you're picking your
1: favorite out of a group. It's a quarterback league, and so the other side of it. But
0: taking the wrong
1: one does you even worse good. But if you don't take a quarterback and you take a tackle and then the quarterback that you should have taken ends up being a four-time All-Pro, you're screwed. You never overcome that. You have to take the quarterback. If you need a quarterback and they're quarterbacks, you have to take them. Or you can take the long game and go, you know what, we could suck one more year. Do we like Bryce Young better? Mm -hmm. Now we get a year and a half to pick him apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll know everything about him. I don't like the way he blows his nose by that point.
0: Kiffin getting more pub on ESPN with a story talking about analytics today where in 2000 and basically how other coaches in the country are catching up to him and realizing that he was right for going forward on fourth down as much as he is and different things yeah. that in 17 and 18, 2017, 2018 army was the only school who went forward on fourth down more than FAU. Um, and at the time it was an, it was a ridiculously high outlier, but they tracked rate of fourth down attempts from 2017 to 2021 to this season. And there's been colossal changes in in, in the NFL and college football. So in 2017, on fourth and one, uh, college football teams went for it 60% of the time. In 2021, they go for it 74% of the time. There's been a 14-point jump on that. In the NFL, it's even crazier. This is where it almost has been a trickle-up effect. In the NFL, in 2017, on fourth and one, they only went for it 44% of the time. Today, 70% of the time. From oh, less wow. than half to almost three-quarters. Fourth and two, NCAA in 17, 36%. Today, 49%. NFL, 18% to 41%. Oh, fourth and, fourth and two. two. Fourth and two. On fourth and three, NCAA has gone from 22 to 28, moderate, you know, moderately. Yeah, this but, is
1: so, I'm going to guess the NBA doesn't, NBA, NFL doesn't jump much either. 12
0: to 19 yeah. on fourth
1: and three A and four. Yeah.
0: And then on fourth and five or six, uh, NCAA has gone from fourteen to seventeen. The NFL has gone from ten to thirteen. Okay, but jumps in all areas here, including the, the fourth and one is what is fascinating. I mean, the NFL, a league that takes a second sometimes to get to that type of thing, and we're talking four seasons essentially, forty four percent to seventy percent on fourth and one. Yeah,
1: well, that tells you that they studied the Lane Kiffin's of the world in depth. They somebody in the in a NFL front office said, "Hey, chart every single one of their snaps and I mean, tell me how it went down." Here's your crazy one.
0: Is that in college football in 2021, on 4th and 1, schools went for it 48% of the time in their own territory. Yeah. So they're even extending. They went for it 92% of the time in the opposing territory, but 48% of the time even in their own. Which is, I mean, that's that's no, that's significant. Yeah. Because for every time that Kiffin went for it on his own 20, I mean, you're going to have some of those on your own four. You, okay, we've got a punt. We're yeah, We're not sure. being stupid here. So
1: it actually is more than 48. But you wouldn't be surprised if Lane went for it on his own four. I won't even bat an eye. I mean, yeah, he went, he's going for it. How about that? But I noticed, like, Alabama would do more of that last season. And that had to be, analytically, it showed that it was the right thing to do. mm <clears throat>
0: Yeah. Uh, ESPN's Seth Walter says, but all these areas, fourth downs, two points, teams still do not behave optimally on those yet. There are teams that themselves have the resources to develop their own models, and some use vendors to provide models. They're using it more for just than just fourth downs too. Obviously, two point conversions, but all kinds of game management stuff, taking intentional penalties near the goal line, onside kicks, clock management stuff. You've got some teams with an analytics person in the booth now on the headsets, which among other things can help teams avoid wasting timeouts. Mm-hmm. Um. It should, we make fun of, I mean, Andy Reid especially, but coaches in general. I don't understand, given that you have unlimited money, why every team doesn't have a timeout guy whose job is to be an expert in timeouts. Because the head coach is dealing with a thousand things at once, and occasionally he's human. He's going to screw up. Hey, sure. I should have done this or that. So you go, hey, you know, hey. Well, the other thing, a
1: head coach has so many voices in his Literally. Ears. Literally. In yeah. addition to the, his own voice in his head, he's got so many other things that you could – you could see how time gets away, and you go oh, four seconds left. Time out. You need somebody to go. Hey, don't take it here. Let's. We're better off taking the delay of game right here.
0: I thought this was fairly a a small difference, but these analytics people are saying this is a huge difference. That at the NFL level, thirty five percent of fourth downs are now fourth and four or le- or fewer, mm-hmm. um, versus thirty one percent four years ago. It's only a four percent difference, but they said that what they believe that shows because there's no other real variable is that teams are doing such a better job analytically staying on schedule to set up fourth and shorts that they're no longer taking the heaves down the field and now they're just trying to get yards. they're yeah. they're, they're, they're 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 doing more schedule basis play calling than than they were even a, a small period of time before. It also shows that it's more optimal to throw the football. Because the NFL has become more pass-based
1: over the last sure. years or so, which gets us back into our quarterback conversation. That you have to have. If you one. don't have one, you can't win.
0: Yeah, Kiffin says we explained the philosophy on the, to the players early on. Here, they understand our aggressive style, whether it's fakes, fourth downs, whether it's a lot of blitzes, whatever it is. They know it's belief in the players. There's belief you're going to actually make a play. Yeah, sure. Which plays into it too. If you never go for it on fourth down, your offense goes, well, hell,
1: all right. Yeah, I asked Chance Campbell about that a few times last year. Hey, when they went for it in their own territory, were you thinking, oh, my God, what are you doing? And he was like, no, no. It was cool.
0: And then Kiffin goes on and says, the defense also understands this is about analytics. This is not because we don't believe in the defense. If you don't explain that, if your team doesn't understand what you're doing, it can backfire because the defense thinks, well, they're going for it because they don't think we can actually stop them.
1: And then there were a couple of times last year that they went for it because they didn't think they could stop them. I mean, like Well, it's they, sure as hell, two years ago. Well, I'd like to go back and watch that Arkansas game last year where I think, if I recall correctly, and I might not recall correctly, but it seems like there were a few times in that game that Ole Miss went for it, fourth and whatever, in its own territory and converted. <clears throat> because had it not, in hindsight, and again, this is hindsight, and the game may have played out differently, but had they not, they would not have been able to win the game. Because that was a day where they had a hard time getting stops. The
0: credit to Kiffen is having the thick enough skin to not care when people question mm-hmm. him afterwards. Because there's a lot of coaches that would, frankly. Well, yeah. They do the safe thing and go, hey, we might miss it, but I'm not going to catch criticism over well, this. this is where
1: Lane benefits from, A, he doesn't care what we think. B, he doesn't know who the hell we are. Yeah. I mean, he literally – I mean, I could tell a story from Pro Day that I think is funny. I'll tell it. Why not? He's standing over on the, if you've ever been in the Manning Center, he's up against the, the glass windows in that end zone. You following?
0: Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sure.
1: And there's nobody around him. And a reporter, no, it wasn't any of the people you guys know of. It was a TV guy, walks past him and just says, Hey, Lane, how are you? As he walks past him. Mm-hmm. And Kiffin's response, I'm told, Was I'm standing over here for a reason. Really? Yeah. Which tells me it's mentality. He doesn't, not, he just doesn't care what media thinks, which I think is smart, frankly. Yeah, because you can get in your. Well, we don't. What difference does it make? We don't control the scoreboard, and the scoreboard controls the narrative one gazillion percent. 10 and 2 is 10 and 2. Deshaun Watson's getting two hundred and something million dollars. Why? Because he can play quarterback. He can win games. Yeah. Kiffin brings up a And am um, just kind of closing
0: this. This past season, he says, "quote We play a And M. We go for it on on but we go for it on the one and don't make it." Recalling the twenty twenty one game against the Aggies, probably most people watching this know you take the three points. A lot of very successful coaches would take the three because that's just what you are trained to do. When you don't make it, oh, it's so bad, it's so bad, now the ball's on the one, and you have a chance to get a safety, though, and you can get the ball back. That's exactly what happened is to Jimbo Fisher's a- uh, Aggies after a fourth-down failure by the Ole Miss offense in the second quarter, which had followed a fourth-and-two touchdown in the first blah, 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 blah. Chance Campbell and Mark Robinson hit Spiller in the end zone for a safety, giving Ole Miss a 15 nothing lead and route to a 29-19 upset. Now, obviously, that was a perfect workout, but and it sure. played the story. But Well, look, if you do it enough, it's going to not work. Well, of course. And you've got that's where you've got to be. At when, and where, and look, especially last year. No offense to him, you know. Like well, I guess late, you know, Costa was good, but as Kippen always says, and it's a lot like the bunting in baseball. There's no guarantee you're making the kick. There's no guarantee the bunt's going to be perfect and get down. You have to you have to factor in the variance of the failure too.
1: Well, I think gambled some against Alabama and it didn't work, and the game got away. But I think Lane's response would be, "We weren't going to win." We weren't going to win that way. Yeah, there I was don't only, think
0: Lane gives two dams whether he loses
1: 28-27 or 49-6. Or to six. There was one, in his mind, whether he's right or wrong, he's the one that gets paid to make those decisions. There was one path to victory, and you had to stay, you had to take that path. And if you end up careening off the wall and falling off the cliff on, on that path, well, then so be it. It doesn't matter whether that happens in the first quarter or the fourth.
0: They point out also that so much of it depends on your team and the ways to skin a cat. The L.A. Rams, obviously, were very good on defense or defensive line. They were fairly fourth-down allergic. They didn't hardly went for it ever on fourth-down. The Rams punted and played defense.
1: Well, you had their defense. That's what you do. It's different teams are different ways. I mean, if your defense is the damn steel curtain.
0: <laughs> Punt the football.
1: Yeah, give people a long field. Yeah, get the ball back, better field position, we'll sure. do it again. Sure. So,
0: I, I mean, don't know, I
1: found it interesting. If Ole Miss had been elite on, on defense – in 2020 or 2021, Lane Kiffin might not have done as much of this. Yeah, sure. So, you know, it might, and it might be a completely different narrative at that point.
0: Yeah. Podcast brought to you in part by Visit Oxford. Visit Ole Miss back at home with baseball next weekend for Alabama. Rooms were already going pretty quickly here a couple weeks ago, so take advantage of that. If you haven't, you can find out hotel options, food options, and more by going to Visit Oxford. Also, events in town this week and every week. And then Double Decker, before you know it, it is uh, – the third weekend in April or so. And you can uh, get hotel reservations still, dinner reservations. But you are it on, it. it's time to do that right now if you have not already done so. Rates will go up. So, again, Double Decker, Grove Bowl, and Ole Miss and Mississippi State Baseball all that weekend. That's visitoxfordms.com.
1: The College Corner is your uh, one-stop rail shop. Two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet and Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. You can also go to collegecornerstore.com. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram as well the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. I mentioned at the beginning of the show, hand-raised guys. Uh, whenever that comes to you, whether it's tonight or tomorrow morning, it is brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call 662-429-4429 for the people at Southern we're also brought to you by Lammans Fine Jewelry. Lammans at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. They've been serving the Oxford area for uh, 75 years or so. Engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, whatever the case may be, they've got it at Lammans. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. You can visit them at lammansfinejewelry.com or call them at 662 234 2777. Brought to you by ACS Automation and Control Systems, LLC. Um, If you are in need of custom HMI and SCADA solutions or large horsepower VFD specialist, ACS has you covered. They can service and install Rockwell Automation, Allen-Bradley, Siemens, ABB, Square D, and many other manufacturers. For more information or to get in touch with ACS, go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. We're brought to you by Game Changer Patches. They're the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before while you drink. Overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game and ready for the next play. It's GameChangerPatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Use the promo code REBELGROVE at DeadSoxy at DeadSoxy.com. Get 25% off the best socks you'll ever put on your feet. The no-shows, the uh, specially-made socks, everything there at Dead Soxy is awesome. Go to DeadSoxy.com, promo code REBELGROVE for 25% off. And don't forget, got the Final Four this weekend. NBA still going on. Major League Baseball a week away from regular season starts a week from today. You can bet on all of that and more at brothrow.com. Stop paying the juice and bet with your friends at brothrow.
0: Uh, so a couple things here on the Arians thing, going back to that quickly. Uh, NBC's Peter King was told this by Arians on uh, on Wednesday night, quote, with the organization in probably the best shape it's been in its history, the Tom Brady coming back, I'd rather see Todd in position to be successful and not have to take some crappy job. I'm probably retiring next year anyway in February, so I control the narrative right now. I don't control it next February because if Brady gets hurt, we go 10-7 and 7 and it's open interview for the job. I got 31 coaches and their families that depend on me. My wife is big on not letting all those families down. Um Says this that Brady reportedly knew of the plan before he unretired. Um so if you want to say it adds a little wrinkle of intrigue as they say. And then uh Lefwich still there as well. So Bowl Bull, Bowls and Leftwich running each side of the ball for the uh yeah. the Bucks as they, they do this, so
1: don't know. He has been a strong, he being Arians, has been a strong Very advocate. Very likable dude. And he's been a strong advocate for minority hiring mm-hmm. in the NFL. And this is something that I guess he wanted to do. Uh, U.S. men's national team locked up the World Cup berth
0: with a 2 nothing loss to Costa Rica last night. Mm-hmm. Um, the draw for those interested is Friday at 11 a.m. Central. So that, that determines there, a lot. It returns everything, yes. that's that's.
1: I love some of the... People mm. getting all worked up last night about them losing. It didn't matter. As long as you didn't lose six to nothing. Yeah. I mean, they were cool. It was all good. Losing two to nothing. There was doing two. like some freakout mode. It was
0: like, oh, God, they're down one nothing. I'm like, I know nothing about soccer. And six nothing is so far from one nothing that yeah, it's fine. not even. They're fine. I mean, I don't think they played very well last night.
1: No. But, but they didn't have to. Motivation matters. What was the motivation to play well? They were just like, hey, let's just play defense. And they did. And they were fine. I stayed. I am this guy that sat there and watched Houston and Sacramento last night cheering for the damn Rockets. I can't make fun of anybody.
0: So, we'll go basketball to close. Where do you fall on Eric Church canceling his contract, like his concert? Back and forth. I w- I thought it was funny at first, and frankly, I have a problem.
1: The longer it goes yeah, on. Yeah, the more I think about it, the more it bothers me. Because he's
0: not even rescheduling
1: well, look. I don't know how many people. It's in Houston, right? Uh, San Antonio. San Antonio. I don't know how many people were flying into San Antonio. I don't know how many people have made plans and host some, and certainly some. If it's the
0: semifinals, too. I get it's Duke. I understand the deal, but it also he doesn't have a concert schedule for Monday. He left the championship night open. Yeah. Now North Carolina was not expected to be at this point,
1: but. And it's possible, and I'm not defending Church because I think I come down on the side of <clears throat> you shouldn't do that to your fans. But it's possible that he thought there's no way I can do this concert and do it well if every four seconds I'm checking for Duke scores. I mean, come on. I'm I'm just talking. I don't know. I told you, I kind of go back and forth. You know I'm- it's the his I, response is it's my life. I want to do this. This is what I want to do, and I can and I'm going to. And there's a part of me that really respects the hell out of that. And then there's a part of me that thinks you're kind of screwing your It's family. a dumb decision. Right or wrong indifferent.
0: Do it for yourself. I mean, free country, but dumb decision. And you reschedule the event.
1: Yes, you absolutely
0: frankly reschedule. with some sort of priority for everyone who has tickets. Yes. Whatever that looks like. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, it, it's.
1: I, uh, I, in, in, Joey's right here. He says, wait, I thought Church was a Bama fan. Isn't? I don't know. I can't keep up. They say he's a booster
0: in North Carolina.
1: Really? Okay.
0: The Athletic says, I don't know.
1: Okay. Beats me.
0: It's the only reason why I kind of want Duke to win the game now because I don't want Duke to win. But now I kind of want Duke to win. All right. I will be happy either way. Part of me would be really funny if he cancels the concert and Duke wins by 12. Oh, I want Carolina to win. Oh, I do too. But if Duke wins... I'm for Villanova and Carolina and then Villanova
1: for whatever reason. Yeah, I think so. I like Hubert Davis. Hubert Davis seems like a remarkably likable guy. And I like the way that he's talked about his team where he admitted that, hey, at the beginning of the year, it was pretty obvious that I was a first-year coach. And that... A lot of these guys didn't come here to play for me; they came here to play for Roy Williams, sure. And they had to believe in me, mm-hmm. and they did. And they gave him time, and it worked out. And look at him today; and they're really playing well. I respect that a lot. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of cheering for them. But I'm with you. I, the, the thought of Eric Church thinking, kind of, I gave up a lot of reputation and stuff for this. Kind of makes it's a me, bad kind of makes me. It's a bad look. <clears throat> but if Boncaro and Williams play as well on the interior as they played in the Sweet Sixteen and the Elite Eight, this is not going to matter. Duke played really good basketball last weekend.
0: course, Corey says, he's probably a Duke basketball fan, Bama football fan, and Vandy baseball fan. Yeah, and, and the uh, Yankees.
1: Yeah. And the Lakers. Yeah. And, I knew that guy growing yeah. up. Oh, sure. I knew a lot of that guy growing up. Hold on a minute. I thought... So he's been a Cavs fan and a Heat yeah, fan yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, a Cavs yeah. fan, and now he's a Lakers fan. But no, it has nothing to do with LeBron. I do have
0: to quit to i, I I said that, and I am for Villanova for whatever reason. I don't have, a, but I have to quit acting like they're the little engine that could. Like there is, like hey, they have two titles. In the last, like six years. Like they're when it comes to like the- Gary Parrish spent a lot of time on his podcast yesterday going, "Are they a blue blood?" It's like yes, yes, they are a blue
1: blood. They have nil. They're more blue blood than a lot of other teams. They're blue blood nil. All that matters. They're getting it done.
0: There is something, and again, it's it's crap. It's perception mostly. There is something a little more palatable, though, by Villanova, even Virginia to an extent, Gonzaga versus the Duke, the sure. Carolina, the Kansas, the Kentucky. Sure. That you go, I mean, there's like a little development, like, eh, which I mean, Cal tried and it just blew up, but. And Hank Williams is in South Haven tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess at the Lander Center.
1: Yeah. Probably be a fun concert. It's not my music, but... I
0: like 80s and 90s country. I mean, I
1: grew up with it, so... Yeah. <clears throat> Are you a big concert person? No, I've been to...
0: I haven't been to... I, I would assume I've been to less than the average. I mean, some, yeah. but not... I've been to some. But no, it's not... No. I, I don't like it enough. I yeah, mean... It's not
1: my not my cup of
0: tea. I mean, I'd go to some in college, because what else is there to do, right. sure. But, I mean, I haven't been to probably three, four concerts in the last 10 to 15 years.
1: Yeah, that's me too. I've been, I, mean, I could almost name them. Um, yeah. Like y'all took the kids to Coldplay a few years ago, didn't you? They were they were great. Yeah. I'm shocked that. at how good they were.
0: Yeah, you came back
1: like almost kind of like, hey. Oh, I mean, I will listen to some of their music now. Yeah,
0: I recall that. I
1: remember that. Which is interesting. Hank Williams' wife passed away? Oh, really? I didn't know that. I mean, I wouldn't have known, either, either way. But I guess I shouldn't have said that out loud. I don't, I don't know that. But I guess I'll trust Randall Boyd.
0: You'd like a little gambling, real quick, as we, uh, as we finish. Jeff Passan has his uh, MLB kind of predictions up on ESPN today. Okay, he has the best bets to be uh, the Oakland A's under seventy and a half wins. Um, yeah, they've today. sold. They sold off. Uh, they're minus 800 to not make the playoffs, but okay. whatever. He said there's no surer bet in baseball than banking on Oakland's futility this season. Was um, the way he, he phrased it. Yeah. He has uh, Devers and Luis Roberts, 25-1 to 1 for AL MVP. Who? As long as Otani remains healthy, he's the clear MVP favorite. But uh, Devers, 25 years old, and Robert, 24, are in their prime, surrounded by great players and present excellent value. The long shot with the best value is Toronto third baseman Matt Chapman. He is at 150 to one. His glove juices his war, and in the Blue Jays lineup, he could put up silly offensive numbers. Um, Devers, the Red Sox third baseman, and Robert, the center fielder for the Chicago White Sox, there from uh, from Busan. Uh Dylan C's 20 to one to lead the AL in strikeouts and 30 to one to win the AL Cy Young.
1: Okay,
0: Mackenzie Gore 40 to one to win the NL Rookie of the Year. So before the shutdown, he was considered the best pitching prospect in baseball. He carved through the Cow League and it was so advanced, he looked like a shoe-in to debut in 2020 for San Diego. Then the left-hander lost the strike zone. His stuff and his shine. This spring, it's all back on the project. Padres are thrilled they held on to him when he easily could have jumped ship in a trade. Tommy Edmond, 30-1 to finish with the most hits in Major League Baseball. The Blue Jays, plus 185 to win the AL East. Um... Alvarez 25 to 1 to lead the MLB in home runs. The Brewers over 89 and a half wins.
1: Yeah, I love the Brewers cuz the rest of the the rest of the NL Central, especially if the Cardinals pitching issues are real, the rest of the NL Central is trash.
0: He says someone has to win games in the Central, right? There's no that's no slot against the Brewers who are good enough to compete in any division, but in one with Cincinnati, a Cincinnati Cardinals team who's only consequential Move this winter was adding Mats a Cubs team that is better but still full of holes and Reds and Pirates teams that seemingly have no desire to compete. The idea that the Brewers, even with questions on offense, won't win 90 feels very far-fetched. Agreed. And then Romano, 20 to one to lead the MLB in saves for uh, the Blue Jays. Okay. So that is his. Uh, those are his his gambling predictions. If you uh, so uh, so wish that. I was seeing who he picked to win the World Series because it's at the very bottom, so I'm kind of scrolling down real quick. Um there's a lot. He it's it's a long, long preview. Uh he has the Chicago White Sox beating the Dodgers in the World Series.
1: Oh. So. that'd be something. He
0: has Walker Bueller leading the N L and E R A.
1: Okay. I can see that. Yeah.
0: Has Alonzo leading the National League in home runs. This is interesting. This this is actually one that I I found interesting. He has Juan Soto being the first non-Barry Bond season with a 500-plus OBP since Ted Williams in 1957.
1: There's an interesting
0: one for the Juan Soto
1: is my, like, if you told me I could have, like, the the fantasy guy end up on the Cubs in free agency, it's him. Oh, really? Yeah, it's one of the reasons. The only person who could vouch for this is my son, it's one of the reasons why I was never just completely enamored with giving Carlos Correa $300 million. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we're not winning this year. Just chill. Let's just see if maybe things fall apart with the Nationals and Soto and he becomes a free agent, at which point you give him whatever he wants.
0: And then uh, the other last one here is the Rays' Wander Franco. He'll finish the year with a strikeout rate less than 10% and an OPS better than 900. Ooh! In the last 10 years, the only players to do that are DJ LeMayhew, Jose Altuve, Daniel Murphy, and Victor Martinez. So it'd be the fifth guy in ten years to pull off that uh, that number. So, anyway, there from Jeff Passan, if you care, on ESPN for some baseball stuff. Again, we'll have a uh, a recorded version of Hand Raised Guys for you here in the next twenty four hours or so, something like that. At some point, Ole Miss baseball in Lexington this weekend, and then uh, football coverage as always as uh, as it comes up and we get that to you. So. Have a good day. Enjoy it. Weather got out of here without too much trouble last night, and we'll talk to you again very soon.